0: We've been going through the Psalms, and now we're at the last Psalm. The last quarter of 2020, we started into the Psalms, and the the Psalms have five books. There are five books within the Psalms. Some say there may be some parallel there with the five books of Moses. Uh, At any rate, there are five books, and they move toward a conclusion Uh, into the fifth book, and then into the end of the fifth book, which is where we are now. Dave and I have not preached on all the Psalms, not 150, but we've chosen those within each book uh, each quarter. So we have been working on it for 15 months, and today we reach the conclusion. Psalm 150, It is only six verses long. Let's stand as I read this portion of God's Word, His holy, inspired, inerrant Word, the very Word of God. Hear God's Word. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty expanse. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with trumpet sound. Praise Him with harp and lyre. Praise Him with timbrel and dancing. Praise Him with stringed instruments and pipe. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord praise the Lord, or hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless this this brief psalm with a clear emphasis that it has, that it would be driven home into our hearts, into our lives, and change us into those who rejoice in living out, speaking forth, singing, and declaring the praise that we can give that is due our Lord and Savior, and the Father and the Holy Spirit. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, The last of the Psalms go with the last of the Bible. Psalms 146 through 150 go with the book of Revelation. These five concluding Psalms go with the celebration of the king in the book of Revelation. And Psalm 150 goes right along with Revelation 18 and Revelation 19 and Revelation 21, 20 and 21 and 22. So don't miss the connection. The world misses the connection. The world is totally unaware of our speeding to the end that there's going to be an end that is planned that it's prophesied that it is described and you know we're headed there but the world doesn't know it the world makes fun of the whole idea of a sudden stop of time they they look at what they see and they assume that it is eternal they assume that matter is infinite. They assume that time is infinite. They assume that there will be no major change. They refuse to accept the major change of the of the flood. They say that catastrophic type event could not have happened. It must have always been as it is now, and maybe even say on, only more so. They make fun of the idea of speeding to an end to this created world. The world thinks that the material universe is without end. They don't listen to old Peter, the fisherman, who by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit reminded us of God's promise not to destroy almost all mankind with another worldwide flood, but, according to Second Peter 3, 7... By his word, the present heavens and earth, where you live, where everybody in the world lives, are being reserved for fire, kept for the day of judgment and the destruction of ungodly men. Notice the beginning and ending of these psalms, uh, 146, 147, 148, 149, and 150. What do you see that's of interest as you look at these psalms? Before we get to these psalms, we have been talking about extolling the Lord, blessing the name of the Lord, praising the Lord. There have been some hallelujahs in there. And when you get to Psalm 146, you, and Dave's already preached on this, preached on this on the on the uh, 12th, you see that 146 begins with praise the Lord or hallelujah. Yah, J-A-H, being the short form of Jehovah, Yah, hallelujah. You see that it begins with hallelujah, and it ends with hallelujah, 147. It begins with hallelujah, and it ends with hallelujah. What about 148? It begins with hallelujah, and it ends with hallelujah. 149 begins with praise the Lord or hallelujah. It ends with praise the Lord or hallelujah. And then our psalm for today, praise the Lord, verse 1 And at the end of verse 6, praise the Lord. Some of you know that Palmer and Joanna Robertson, um, uh, some of y'all know them personally because they spent some time here. Some more of you have prayed for them without knowing them personally because we have supported them as a congregation, both in prayer and in terms of finances. Palmer is is known around the world as someone who has taught that the Bible is all about Jesus and that the message of Jesus grows from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible and that it's all hooked together absolutely seamlessly. Palmer has written about how this expanding story grows all the way through the Old Testament. He's written books about the stages of that. He's written about the covenants, and that's what he's most known for, Christ of the covenants around the world. You can go to Christian meetings in Jakarta, and they'll know Palmer Robertson's name uh, because they've studied his books there all around the world. He's written about... Christ and the prophets. He's written about Christ in the wisdom literature, which would include the Psalms. And then he's written specifically about the Psalms uh, in in a book called The Flow of the Psalms, saying that the the Psalms themselves are not just little pieces. Those of you who've not heard this illustration before, um, he he says that we see Psalms as Hershey Kisses. Uh, Each one of them is, is sweet, and it's delicious, and it's wrapped in beauty and as, a, as a silver foil there. And, and there's, a, there's a little tab there. You can you can open it up, and you can eat it, and you can enjoy it. And there, well, there's Psalm 23. Praise the Lord, Psalm 23. Now, let's go to Psalm 100, or let's go to 1, or let's go to 119. But he has found out that it flows from beginning to end, and the point I'm making this morning is this. Now, when you get to 150, you've come into this last book, and he labels it the consummation. And then you get all the way to the end of that last book, and you get to 150, and it just blows apart in, in praise and thanksgiving. And you go 46, 146, 147, 148, 149, and 150. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Jim Boyce looks at Psalm 150, uh, and, and he points out that it says, Praise the Lord, Jehovah, pray, hallelujah, two times. It says hallelu e l short form of Elohim one time and it says praise him hallelu who because who in Hebrew means he the Hebrew word me means who and who means he and he means she it's confusing when you anyway uh, uh, it has, says hallelu who or ha- praise him nine times and the hallelujahs in the Hebrew, Jim Boyce points out, are never separated by more than four words. And that's only once, and it's mainly separated by two words. It's hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So Palmer has called his ministry now. And he taught in a number of seminaries and then led um, two seminaries in in Africa, in Malawi, and in Uganda, and now has what I might call retired, but he refuses to let me call retired. Uh, He has come back to Winston-Salem, and now he's expanding in his ministry, writing the last three books in the New Testament, about Christ in the New Testament. And he's finished writing the first one. It's going through the editing and, and preparation process now, and he's still praying for being able to write two more. And he calls this ministry Consummation Ministries. Because it all ends up with Jesus being the winner. You know that, don't you? You know the message of Revelation. Revelation is not scary. Revelation is scary if you don't know Jesus, if you don't love Jesus. But if you love Jesus, you see the armies fighting against Jesus coming three times in Revelation. And each time Jesus speaks the word of his mouth, he speaks what happens to all the armies that have gathered together? It's just like the armies that gather together at the cross. The Romans gather together. The Jews gather together. The world gathered together. Psalm 2 says that. And they come together and Jesus wins. He brings Satan to the cross. The Spirit brings Satan to the cross. Brings him and crushes his head. And that's the answer to Revelation. It is the consummation. Dr. Robertson, as he talks about the consummation and that that name, he says there is this consummation of marriage. What a wonderful situation that is. Uh, He explains that there's a joyful consummation of the marriage union of husband and wife after stating before God and man your commitment to be faithful to that husband or to that wife until God intervenes and takes one or both of you home. And then you consummate that marriage and praise the Lord for that. That's all part of the gospel application to the Christian home. But then he says, there is a greater consummation that excels the unity of husband and wife. Because, you know, that's not eternal. That ends when one of you dies. But there's a consummation that never ends it is the consummation of all God's purposes in time and history as realized in the union of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, with his people. When all God's purposes in time and history are finally and completely realized in the union of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, with his people, how would you respond? What, what one word could you say in response to Jesus winning, completely winning, finally. Is it, is it not hallelujah? And if you were to come up with two words, wouldn't it be those two words that all believers all around the world, no matter what language they speak, they all are going to be able to say hallelujah. I speak English, but I say hallelujah. And I speak English, but I say Amen. And I can run into any believer anywhere, and they say those two words based on the words of the Bible, hallelujah. That's what we'll say at the end, hallelujah and amen. This is what we'll be singing. Come, Christians, join to sing hallelujah or hallelujah, amen. Loud praise to Christ our King, hallelujah, amen. Let all with heart and voice before his throne rejoice. Praise is his gracious choice. What he, what he wants from us is praise. Jesus said to the woman at the well, that this is what the, the Father is looking for, is, is for worshipers like the woman at the well and you and me. Praise is his gracious choice. Hallelujah. Amen. So do you see how all the Bible is heading toward hallelujah? Do you see how all of world history, all of world history, is heading toward hallelujah do you not know that the lord has the last word <laughs> and our response is going to be hallelujah amen can you in the midst of your life today with troubles and questions and challenges sing your hallelujah chorus by faith the hallelujah chorus of Handel is a part of is part of a group of songs and music he called it oratorios and cantatas that make up the messiah or messiah it was it was he, he composed it in 1742 in dublin he was stuck there because of bad weather and it was first performed for the benefit of of an orphanage there in dublin ruth and i were supposed to go see it uh, hear it on palm sunday When we were in Belfast for our uh, sabbatical that year, uh, we had had tickets to go down to Dublin to go to a special place um, uh, where they have gardens and a a beautiful place where it could be performed. Um, But, of course, COVID intervened, and we didn't get to go. Now, we did two years earlier get to go to um, Royal Albert Hall in in London and hear it and, and be behind uh, the, the, the choir as they sang, is really more of a resurrection group of hymns and songs and readings than, than Christmas, although we usually hear it at Christmas here. In Europe, it's usually at Easter, uh, and all of it is praise to the Lord. Let's look at Psalm 150 again. Hear hear this praise. Praise the Lord, or hallelujah, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty expanse, praise him for his mighty deeds, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with trumpet sound, praise him with harp and lyre, praise him with timbrel and dancing, praise him with stringed instruments and pipe praise him with loud symbols praise him with resounding symbols let everything that has breath praise the lord praise the lord hallelujah praise jehovah hallelujah praise him hallelujah jesus wins it's the consummation it's it speaks to the consummation this is the end of world history history is not going around in a circle that's not in the bible it is not going around in a circle It is heading to a climax. It is heading to a consummation. It is heading to a glorious victory. Jesus saves. Jesus wins. Hallelujah. I'd like for you to turn to Revelation 18. I'd like for us to read a little bit of this information from 18. Uh, 18 all the way through the end. It's all about this winning. And it's about the destruction of the world that had rebelled against God. And it's about the winning of those who are sinners who've been forgiven. And it's a call to us to find out where we are. And to listen to what's happening if you end your life and end your time in rebellion. Revelation 18, beginning in verse 1. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. "'having great authority, and the earth was illumined with his glory. "'And he cried out with a mighty voice, saying, "'Fallen, fallen, is Babylon the great.'" This represents the world gathered against Jesus. "'She has become a dwelling place of demons "'and a prison of every unclean spirit "'and a prison of every unclean and hateful bird. "'For all the nations have drunk of the wine of her um, passion, "'of her immorality.'" And the kings of the earth have committed acts of immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich by the wealth of her sensuality. I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. There's your call. Psalm 150 is a call to praise. This is a call to come out and be able to praise. "'Come out of her, my people, so that you will not participate in her sins "'and receive of her plagues, for her sins have piled up as high as the heaven, "'and God has remembered her iniquities. "'Pay her back even as she has paid, and give back to her double according to her deeds.'" In the cup which she has mixed, mixed twice as much for her, to the degree that she glorified herself and lived sensuously, to the same degree give her torment and mourning. For she said in her heart, I sit as a queen, and I am not a widow, and will never see mourning. That is a description of the world fighting against Jesus. Let's go to chapter 19. This is where hallelujah comes in. Hallelujah is in the Psalms and is in Revelation. After these things, I heard something like a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and power belong to our God because his judgments are true and righteous. For he has judged the great harlot who was corrupting the earth with her immorality and he has avenged the blood of his bondservants on her. And a second time they said, hallelujah, her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the 24 elders, representing the church, 12 from the Old Testament, 12 from the New Testament, and the four living creatures, representing all of creation, fell down and worshipped God, who sits on the throne saying, amen, hallelujah. And a voice came from the throne saying, give praise to our God, all you his bondservants, you who fear him, the small and the great, And I heard something like the voice of a great multitude and like the sound of many waters and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give glory to him for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. That's you and me. That relationship of husband and wife continues forever. Not my wife and me, not your, your husband and you, but as the bride of Christ, we and our Savior, that relationship, that union continues forever. Right, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb, and he said to me, these are the true words of God. So Psalm 150 is a call to praise. All the Psalms have been about Jesus Christ. And these last five psalms call us to sing hallelujah over the whole work of the Messiah. The Psalter takes the sufferings of the Messiah, the confrontation, the communication, the devastation, the maturity, and the consummation, together, the kingdom of David and then the worldwide kingdom of the greater David, Jesus Christ, and it leads them to the gates of their glorious goal, the consummation of all the promises fulfilled in their time. Hallelujah. Amen. As you see the sufferings of the Messiah transformed into praise. You can see the effects of the overflow of this powerful work in your life. I'll point out three ladies in whose life you can see it. You can see it in the life of Johnny Erickson Tata. Johnny Erickson Tata, about, about my age. The fellow who led her to the Lord, the fellow, if you see the movie, working on the roof, was... Seminary with us. You can, you can see a terrible situation in Joni's life, her her paralysis just turned into blessing. You can see it in the short marriage of Jim and Elizabeth Elliot, and then in Elizabeth's long life in service to the king that followed. You can see it in the life of a lady named Margaret Clarkson who wrote, O Father, You are Sovereign. And she talks about transmuting earthly sorrows to gold of heavenly gain. This is the way the gospel works. You're here with a heartache this morning. You're here worried to death about something. You're here struggling with some Sin that you just can't overcome. You're just about given up. You've got physical difficulties you're struggling with, you have family issues. The Lord works through all that. He does, he's not surprised with any of it. And he's headed for hallelujah. That's where he's going. And he gets there every time. For all of us. Elizabeth Elliot is not bound in the murder of her husband by a spear or a group of spears in Ecuador. She's singing hallelujah, amen. She's made it all the way home. And that's where we're headed. And the Lord works His way in in mysterious ways, but in wonderful ways here on earth. But for all of us, We're headed to sing hallelujah, and we can sing hallelujah, amen, right now. A man named Hingstenberg, E.W. Hingstenberg, puts it this way, talking about your life and your struggles and your failures and disappointments leading to your sublime finale. He says, as the life of the faithful and the history of the church, so also the Psalter, with its cries from the depths, like Psalm 130, runs out into a hallelujah. Not a, not a fake, false, faithless hallelujah like Leonard Cohen, or or maybe maybe you've you've heard Bon Jovi sing it, but the a reality-infused joy of actual praise to the risen and coming Savior. What does Psalm 130? 50 teach you. Look at verses 1 and 2. Worldwide praise. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty expanse. That is everywhere. Worship him everywhere. Keep your eyes focused on the goal of the plowing at the end of the row, at the end of the field, at at the hallelujah for which you're headed. Run the race forward, not looking backwards. Look for the return of the Savior throughout His total domain, His mighty expanse. Praise Him in His mighty expanse. Where, where do you praise Him? Everywhere. How long do you praise Him? <laughs> well, He's the Lord forever and ever. If, if you sing the Messiah, if you, if you, if you listen to it, it's, it's forever and ever and ever and ever. Forever and ever. On and on. And then am, amens? Yes, there's an amen at the end of Messiah. Seven pages of amens at the end of Messiah in the, in the copy that I have. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. The kingdom of this world is become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever, forever and ever, King of kings forever, and Lord of lords, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everywhere and forever praise God. Psalm 150 is, is laying that on your heart. And then, beyond that, uh, what means should you use to praise him? What? Look at 3, 4, and 5. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with harp and lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and pipe. Praise him with loud cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Jim Boyce, who who was pastor at 10th Presbyterian in, in Philadelphia, he summarized it by saying, praise him with everything you've got. I mean, you may say, "I can't play any instruments. I can't even beat a drum. I can't play the radio. I, you, you, I can't dance." What this is saying is, whatever you've got, all the tools at your at, at at your disposal, everything he's given you, however he's made you, use it all, forever, everywhere for his glory. Whatever you can do, if that's artwork, if that's a, a, a shoulder to cry on. Whatever you have, however you've been gifted, you use that. Use Him all the time. Praise the Lord three times. Praise God one time. Praise Him nine times in this. Praise Him with everything you have. So I call that omni means praise. What about in verse two? It says uh, it's an omnifocus praise. Praise Him. Praise praise Him in the past and praise Him in the present, those things you know, those things you experience. Historically, personally, praise Him. You have before you the whole Bible, redemption planned out and accomplished and now being applied in your life. Praise Him for His excellent greatness. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Focus on Him, Not not on anything else, just Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In fact, all creation is called upon to praise. Luke 2 said, So they came in a hurry, and they found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. Well, everything, not just the shepherds, not just the angels who came from heaven, but everything that has breath, so, it's an omni breath praise as well. Well, if you have breath, use it to praise God. This is the climax. This is the culmination. This is the consummation. This is the fireworks finale. Do you believe in promise fulfillment? Do you believe in what you have not yet seen? Do you look forward to that finale to be with the Lord forever? Peter says, though you do not see him now, you believe in him, and so you greatly rejoice. Philippians says, every knee will bow, those who are in heaven and those in earth. So you can rest in this. Comfort, oh, comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem. The war is over. We've gone through the Psalms. The Psalms have recognized your tears. They've echoed your questionings. Why are you in despair, O my soul? Why so cast down? They've they've echoed your worrying and your depression and your despair. Out of the depths I've cried to you. You, You've been given Psalm 88 without even any any glimpse of life. Your despair under attack. The the Psalms have, have realized that. The Holy Spirit urging you to sing these words to yourself and in the company of the faithful has taken you seriously, taken your life seriously as, as a redeemed sinner, living with yourself, <laughs> a redeemed sinner, and living with others in a cursed and sinful world. Alexander McLaren, many years, many, you know, a long time ago, wrote, This noble close of the Psalter, Psalm 150 Rings out one clear note of praise. As the end of all the many moods and experiences recorded in its wonderful sighs and songs, tears, groans, wailings for sin, meditation on the dark depths of providence, fainting faith and foiled aspirations, all lead up to this. The psalm is more than an artistic close to the Psalter, it is a prophecy of the last result of a devout life. Psalm 150 and 46 through 50, 146 through 150, is a prophecy of the last result of a devout life. And its unclouded sunniness as well as its universality, it proclaims the certain end of the weary years for the individual in the world. Everything that hath breath shall yet praise Jehovah, and he shall reign forever and ever. King of kings forever, Lord of lords, hallelujah, hallelujah. He shall reign forever and ever. This is the amen of the Psalms. There is an amen at the end of the Bible, and there's an amen to the end of your life here on earth. And as you leave this land of the dying to be ushered into the land of the living, will you not hear myriads upon myriads singing your song? Because it's their song too. Hallelujah. Praise Jehovah. Praise Elohim. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen.